Hello and welcome to Warrior Divas, real talk for real women. This is your host, Angie Lee Monroe, and I am excited to be sharing the airwaves with you today. So thank you for tuning in. And as always, as we talk throughout the show, we'll drop some things in the in the description and in the comments on the different platforms about the things that we've talked about, the websites. and But the main website you can go to is divasimpact.com. That's our website that you can learn about our magazine. You can learn about our Facebook groups. You can find out more about coming to our conference in October 11th and 12th of this year in Grapevine, Texas. It's going to be a great time of really embracing what our identity is and who we are called to be and and uh, what dynamic women we are surrounded by. So I'm super stoked for that. But before we get started, I just want to thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for um, commenting and sending us messages. It means the world to us. And I cannot uh, express to you in words uh, how much I appreciate it. So again, thank you so much. And I look forward to doing this for a long, long time with each of you out there. So this week, we're going to talk about um, a pure heart. What is a pure heart? Uh, Have you ever looked at your Facebook status and prompt and it says, um, what's on your mind? You know, I did this the other day and I put up, you know, what's on your mind. And I got tickled because I put up, you know, a whole bunch of things that were just randomly popping into my head while I was looking at Facebook at that moment, you know, and somebody else just started laughing. They're like, yeah, we had some of these same things pop into our head too. You know, it's, it's, that's a loaded question. Whenever you ask somebody what's on your mind, you know, and for me, it just, it got me thinking, all right, a lot of the things I'm thinking of are very superficial. They are, um, not something that are empowering to other people. They're not something that's even really empowering to me. So like when when I saw that post the other day, I said, I don't think anyone really wants to know the answer. So here's just a rapid fire of several things that went across my mind in the last few minutes. How old is Steven Tyler? Does he still do drugs? Is Zara Smith still putting on concerts? How old is too old to be doing rock concerts? Why did Mike change the channel? Why are we watching Chernobyl? The music just makes me want to go to sleep. Is it too early to go to bed? Why did that guy in the plumbing group get underneath my skin? What time did I set the nest to start dropping the temperature? I'm hot. Why am I having a hot flash? Why is my phone buzzing without look updates? What time does John Wick 3 show tomorrow? Seriously, why am I so hot right now? Why am I irritated by seeing a certain person's profile pop up after hiding it for months from everyone. I am totally lost watching Chernobyl and Mike isn't even watching it. And we were both ignoring the TV. I wish I wasn't. I was watching Madam Secretary instead. What time is it now? Is it time to go to bed yet? I wonder if Steven Tyler has extra teeth like Freddie Mercury. Holy heck, it's hot in here. AC is working, but my body thermostat is not. It must be time for my pellet. I may have to just go to bed before I say or do something stupid and mean. Anybody else have a rapid fire like that anytime recently? Or am I just the only crazy one? I know I'm not the only crazy one because I actually had people responding going, yes, this is me. This is me. This is me. Right. But, you know, there was not one thought in there about prayer, about living a good life. It was all just random 
daily crap. It wasn't about loving my family. It wasn't about loving myself. It wasn't about bettering myself. Well, maybe getting the pellet so that I wouldn't kill or or lash out at anybody in my family was part of the healthy part. But there was not really anything in there that was of any substantial value. So here recently, I've had a a thought that's kind of been rolling through my head and I've been writing about it, journaling about it and reading about it and and doing my quiet time around it and things like that. And so many of you know, I grew up in church and and I heard this, I heard the phrase pure of heart all the time as I was growing up. And I would get words of encouragement from people that would say, you know, you're, you're of a pure heart. You have a pure heart or, um, you know, walk your life in a pure of heart. And the funny thing was, was when I got those words, it was normally at my life, a time in my life that I just didn't feel very pure at heart. I mean, really, I just felt like I was yucky. There was some bad stuff going on in my life, maybe because it was happening to me or maybe because I had brought it on myself because of my own choices. But there was just some some yuck that was going on. And even more confusing uh, was that I didn't know how to decipher them. I didn't know what a pure heart meant. So I want to talk a little bit about gold because we're talking about our divas. Our divas are the most precious things out there. They are our women of destiny and purpose. They are women that are inspiring and influencing others. They are women who have been through the suck of life and walked out victorious. They are helping each other stay accountable, and they are building this sisterhood, and they are our pure treasure. And just like gold is a pure treasure, one of the things that I started realizing when I started looking at pure of heart is what is a purification process for things. And the gold one, of course, stuck because who doesn't like gold? I mean, come on. It holds diamonds quite nicely, right? So as I started looking at the gold, I've realized that gold and silver are normally extracted from the same ore. And so there has to be not only an extraction of the gold and the silver, there has to be a parting of the two. Have you ever been in a relationship that is, uh, I think what the word I'm looking for is enmeshed? There's so much of you and them and so much of them and you, but the relationship itself is toxic and you know it needs to separate, whether it's a work relationship, a personal relationship, a church relationship, you know Things have to change and they have to be pulled apart. But the messiness of pulling those apart is going to be rough, right? So that's kind of what happens with gold and silver whenever they pull the two two apart. And the separating is the hardest part. It's is not the hardest part. Sorry, the separating is not even the hardest part. The purifying afterwards is. Now, there's a couple of different methods that they use for purifying gold, but the most effective one is called the uh, wall wheel process, W-O-H-L-W-I-L-L process. And this process 
brings the brings the gold to a 99.9999% purity rate. But it's an electrochemical process. And this electrochemical process just doesn't sound pleasant to begin with in the first place. Now, some of us women that go and get the chemical pills and do all that stuff, you're like, oh, that's nothing, right? Well, this is using um, a, a nasty caloric acid that's, I mean, eats through stuff, right? And they take the, the anode and they put it into the, into the chemical. And once they put that in the chemical, they put an electric rod into the chemical, which sends an electric current through that chemical, and it pulls the, all the metals that aren't gold away and dissolves them. Everything that is not gold dissolves. Now I want to talk to you for just a second about what is it in your life that needs to be pulled away and dissolved? For me, probably TV. I'll, I'll admit that. I have it running constantly, whether I'm watching it or not. I have it on just because I like the noise in the house. Um, fast food places. They need to dissolve from my sight right now. They just do. It's not healthy for me. They're too easily accessed. I love Coca-Cola, but if Coca-Cola could dissolve, that would be great for me as well. (laughs) But what happens in there is when that other metal dissolves, the gold attaches to this rod, and then this rod is pulled out, and it is then taken and melted. This cathode is then taken and melted and put into whatever shape, form, or whatever it's needed for, for for use or sell. And it's of great, great value now. See what went into the acid and the electrochemical process was a mixture of things. And it wasn't a pure mixture of things. It was a mixture of outside influences. It was a mixture of where of nature and nurture and a bunch of things that have just come into its its space. But then in that chemical process, all that was stripped away and left the gold to itself. So let's do some comparisons here. The acid is for you to be real with yourself. Now, I'm not telling anybody to go out there and throw acid on themselves. Please, this is one of those why they have signs on the uh, hair dryers not to dry your hair while in the bathtub type moments. Do not go out and get any of this acid and start putting yourself in an acid wash by any means. That's not what we're saying. What I'm saying is the acid is the same process. The acidic process in gold process. Purification is the same process that you walk through in life. You can be in the acid and nothing changes. You can say, I need a change, so I'm going to go on a diet. I need the change, so I'm not going to walk uh, watch TV. I need a change, so I'm going to move from one city to another. I need a change because I'm going to change from one job to another. But until the electro... Uh, 
pro- electric probe is attached to that that acid, nothing changes with the gold because there's an activation at that point. It activates all the other metals to do something. So being in the acid is rough at times when you're having to move, when you're having to break off relationships, when you're having to do all this stuff. But if you're not fixing the things inside of you, which is what that electronic uh, bar does when it goes into the, the chemicals, if you're not asking for forgiveness of yourself and of others, then you're not activating the other stuff to be released from who you're wanting to be. The, the dissolving part is where you find your victory. When you start realizing that you don't even crave Cokes anymore, you don't crave sugars anymore, or you're not looking over the fence wondering if the grass is greener on the other side because you're content where you're at, that you don't live in fear from that person that victimized you anymore because you are now walking in victory. There's a lot that happens when that forgiveness begins. And I can hear some of you now, but they didn't ask for my my forgiveness and they're not sorry. We're not talking about them. We're talking about you. Remember, unforgiveness is like drinking the poison and, and thinking and hoping that the other person would die. It's not productive. We're talking about taking you through a process that you can then be purified. You are walking not responsible for a weight that this other person has put on you. We'll use my ex-fiance who beat me and left me for dead, right? When I carried that like a noose around my neck for many, many, many years. One day I decided to forgive him. It wasn't until I decided to forgive him that I could actually talk about what happened during that time frame. He's never asked me for forgiveness. He's always been evil and vile to me. Um, There's no contact or anything with him now, but I didn't go out looking for him or seeking him, and I hope to God he never finds me. But on the other part of it is I don't live in fear if he does because I've forgiven and I've moved on. I'm not allowing him to control my thoughts, my actions, and my deeds. Now, the melting part is probably my favorite part because it's where you learn to build the trust process again. Yeah, when when he beat me and left me for dead and stuff like that, that was hard. It was hard to forgive. It was even harder to forget. And quite honestly, I haven't forgotten, but I don't let it harm me anymore. I don't let it shift the way I do. I don't have to sit in a room constantly looking over my shoulder anymore. I have been freed from all of that through my walk of forgiveness. But the trust part, being able to trust another person with my heart again, oh, that, that's what that melting process is. Because there's an internal battle that goes on. You want to love and adore the person you're with next. 
You want to trust that your new boss has the best plans for you. You want to trust that you're doing the right thing for your health. But you haven't quite gotten to that place yet until you go through the melting process. Now, I used to talk with my husband all the time and you know, he he had some serious trust issues, rightfully so, because of some of his upbringing and, and things like that, things that have happened in his life. And he just didn't trust well, things that he saw and he was around. He just didn't trust well. And we talk about he has a hard time trusting people. So bringing people into work with us and to do things, he'd much rather just do it himself than bring anybody else in and work for us. But he has started to build up trust in others around him now. He trusts me. He trusts our daughter. He trusts our other admin. He trusts uh, our other technician. He trusts other people to not let him down. Whether they make a mistake or not is not the problem. But they won't let him down because they've given their best effort. So when I'm talking about pure of heart, I'm really asking, are you doing every step you need to do to set yourself free from the things that are holding you back? To walk in the boldness and the confidence of who you are. We talk about that a lot. Pure of heart means when you're standing around with a group of friends and somebody decides to start gossiping about the others, do you join in? Do you stay quiet? Or you tell them to stop. Pure of heart tells them to stop. Are you someone who acts like a good person on the outside, but on the inside you're doing very ugly things? Maybe you're embezzling. Maybe you're um, talking ugly about people. You're downputting yourself. You know, we when we started Diva's Impact, we talked about kind of tongue-in-cheek just to get people's attention. We wanted to change the way women think and speak about themselves and others. And we got a lot of applause for that. Some mixed from women, a lot applause from men because they can see from the outside of how catty we can be. They can see how detrimental we are to our own selves. You know, I uh, remember when my Daughters were in high school, you know, they'd like this boy or they'd like that boy, and they'd be all about that boy, and they'd be watching that boy the whole time. But let that boy do one thing that was similar to their last boyfriend, boy, that boy was written off quicker than anything. And that was the case because they already recognized a pattern. I'm going to tell you right now, moms, if you've got sons that play video games all day long, I'm not saying don't let them play video games, but it's the biggest turnoff for the girls uh, that are going to date them in the years to come for them to be on video games all day long. Just going to tell you. Help your sons be better for the women that we're trying to raise up. Girls, if you're taking selfies all the time and there's nothing in your newsfeed but pictures of you, Turn the camera around and start capturing other beauties that are around you as well. Start highlighting others. 
Start highlighting the beauty that you see around you. These are the things that start to get us back to the pure of heart. Because a lot of times when we're taking those selfies, we're looking for attention because we're lacking attention in another area. Ouch, did I just go there? Yep, yep. And I'm I'm one of those that takes selfies too. Don't I'm not saying all selfies are bad. But if you're an obsessive compulsive selfie taker, you know who you are and I want better for you. It's all about being pure of heart. Finding a way to find the pure beauty in those that are around you. One of the people I'm going to talk about next is our next everyday diva. Her name is Tracy Mitchell and and when we launched Diva's Impact in 2016, I was the I was coordinating and emceeing her Thrive Women's Conference and it was a fabulous time. She allowed us full access to talk about Divas, highlight Divas, and we even launched our very first online magazine at her conference that weekend and really just kind of catapulted Divas to where it is today. Super excited about that. Um, but Tracy is a rock star. She is the she's a speaker. She's an author. She's the host of Life uh, from DFW. She owns a consulting group, Winning Woman Consulting Group, and she is a fabulous preacher as well. Now, she just launched her new book called Becoming Brave, and more than that, she was just a friend. She was a friend that was focused on being pure of heart herself so that she could help me be pure of heart as I led our Divas Impact organization. She not only challenged me, she encouraged me, and uh, she wanted me to be better and stronger and a, and a better role model. Now, you can't challenge somebody to be a better, stronger role model and secretly be wishing that you had what they had. Or as soon as they get to a level with you that you are doing things well. Okay, so let's give you an example like this. Say, I, f- I have a friend that is offered a magazine spread in Vogue magazine. Another friend over here who has been mentoring the person that just got the magazine spread is now jealous because this person got a Vogue magazine spread. This person's never been invited to even talk to Vogue, much less have a spread, right? I'm, I'm not a Vogue person. so. But here's the deal. That's not what being a diva is about. A diva is about going, hey, amazing. This is a fabulous way to go. Keep going. Well, that's the type of person Tracy Mitchell is. She encourages, she inspires, she catapults you towards your purpose and your calling in your life. And she does it just by bringing you into her presence. I'm not talking about eating the food crumbs. I'm talking about being brought into the presence so that you can absorb, see what she's doing, learn from her, and encounter even more for yourself. What perfect example of what we do with Diva's Impact. Because of that, we were able to um, be at her 2017 conference and had an amazing time at that conference as well. And let me just tell you, I went in, I served her diligently, 
and the next episode, next conference, there was some elevation for me. I didn't go in expecting the elevation. I didn't go in demanding the elevation, but I was brought on as a speaker for the next conference because she, again, was lifting me up, not to where I was even with her, but that I was stepping towards what my destiny and calling is. She wasn't trying to create another mini her. She was trying to propel us towards what we were purposed for. So. Being pure of heart. Can you be that sister that really helps another sister shine and be bright without being bitter? Can you help them be who they were called to be without holding them back because you're not comfortable going there yet yourself? Yeah, I went there. See, we don't need people riding our coattails. We need people that are willing to run with us. And if you're willing to run with us, reach out to us. Join us at divasimpact.com. Email us at blessed at divasimpact.com. Find out ways to get involved. We've got the conference. We've got the magazine. We've got the blog. We've got the podcast. There's ways you can be a part of our podcast. There's ways you can be a sponsor to help us uh, get the word out more. There's ways we can do advertorials for your books or your services that you do. There's so much that we can do to help promote you. And that's what we are about. Because our goal is to raise up more women pure of heart so that they can help other women grow and evolve and be all that they were called to be. So that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Once again, This is your host, Angie Lee Monroe, and I look forward to talking to you next time. But until then, remember, be a diva, make an impact.